This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome into the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend tonight as the A's get a nice 8-5 to win coming back after a tough first inning, but... Ken Korak, who's ready to join us now. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Can't Cole Irvin, given the A's what they needed after really struggling that first inning, he gave them a lot of length, settled in, basically got out the uh, the Astros every single time they came up as he cruised into the seventh inning there. And it was just really nice to see Cole Irvin, who has been a veteran and a leader on this team, you know, after all of the innings that the A's bullpen has been forced to cover recently, give this team, you know, not maybe exactly what they need because he struggled in that first inning, but giving them those innings was huge for this team tonight. You're right, because they haven't been getting real deep into games with their starters, although the other day Caprillion gave them six. And, yeah, and he'd been victimized, kind of a victim of non-support this year, uh, Joe, so when you get eight runs, you'd like to put yourself in a position to get a decision. And Cole did that, like you said. I mean, from the second, you know, after he got rocked in the first, from the second through the seventh inning, he pitched to the minimum. And the only base runner during that stretch was the, uh, the single by Vasquez in the seventh. And then he was erased as part of a double play. So really an amazing bounce back by him. And it gave the club a lift because you give up four in the first you know, I'm not sure you're brimming with confidence in the dugout, but as he put up zeros, you get the sense, hey, we can come back. And the A's did. They started with the run in the third, one in the fourth, and obviously Brown's three-run homer in the fifth was huge tonight. Yeah, and, you know, we, we've talked a lot about how there's these young players that the A's are giving opportunity at the bottom of the lineup, but there is a lot of veterans in this uh, A's lineup, and tonight they really helped carry that team. And when you're getting that kind of contribution from your veterans, it does, I think allow those young guys to maybe feel a little bit more comfortable as they're kind of working their way through it. But you look at that, that A's lineup, Tony Kemp, a big night, three for five, stole a couple bases, machine, two for four. You know, you got Murphy with the hit. He also walked a couple times. And then obviously Seth Brown with a couple of the big hits that helped the A's. And, you know, the A's, as they're kind of going through this, trying to figure it out, they do need those veteran guys that they have in this lineup to, to really kind of be the guys that those young guys and the team can kind of lean on a little bit. Well, and Kemp, I think, would stand out. Like, you, you mentioned him, Joe. And Kemp, when he batted leadoff, and he didn't do it that often, but when he did in the first half, he wasn't that effective in the role. But now, and you know, at least against right-handed pitching, and the A's haven't seen, they've seen nothing but righties except for just a, a couple of lefties in the last, like, month almost, Joe. But Kemp's been on base in 16 of his last 17 games. And his batting average really on the rise is on base, he had three hits today. He stole two bases. That was big with a steal of second. Went to third on Vasquez throwing error in the ninth inning. 
giving the A's a little insurance there in the ninth. So I mean, he's one guy that really stands out. He's been igniting the club because they were having a tough time getting people on base at the top of the order ahead of a guy like Sean Murphy. And uh, Ken's been doing a great job for quite a, a long time now. Yeah, and the way that they were able to just scratch runs across because, you know, we, we saw it. Like you said, you, that you fell behind. You're not brimming with confidence, but you get a run in the third inning. You get a run in the fourth. And all of a sudden, it goes from like, oh, man, here we go. to all of a sudden, hey, it's just a one-run game. It's a two-run game. You feel like you're still in it. And then, obviously, they break through in the fifth inning. But I think it was big for this team to not let a lead happen early and then linger for a long, long time. To be able to kind of scratch that in and feel like, hey, we're still in this game. And I think that that helped. And then, obviously, Cole Irvin gave everybody confidence the way he settled in today. Well, that's when your pitcher becomes his own long man, right, Joe? Yeah, Sometimes exactly. those, the, the long men or the middle man are the unsung heroes and they're saddled with the responsibility of, just trying to keep your club in the game when you fall behind early. And, and, and Cole kind of did that for himself tonight. Yeah, it was huge. It was, it was fun. You know, it, we, we haven't seen the A's win a lot of games this month or this season, but it is fun. Every time you get to watch them kind of have these games, it just kind of takes a little bit of pressure off. And, you know, even another double-digit strikeout game, if you want to look at some of these negatives here, you know, it's not perfect for the A's here. And that's still obviously a concern. But every once in a while, you got to have some positive to try and build off of this, especially as they're trying to avoid a 100-loss season here. Yeah, and to beat the Astros is big. And they've only won seven games against them this year, but they do have that series sweep against them at the Coliseum. They won two out of three here before the All-Star break. And, you know, you're playing before 33,000, and it's a raucous atmosphere here, so it's a lot of fun. And anytime you can you can win a game here against these guys, I think it's uh, – you know, like you said, they haven't had that many wins, just their 53rd. But anytime you have a chance to celebrate a win, Joe, you're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was joking with Chris yesterday that maybe they were going to get a win today because the Astros maybe, maybe were celebrating their, uh, their clinching a postseason berth, and maybe that, they would get that going. But, you know, you get a win, and now you've got something else to be excited about because Ken Waldachuk will make his start tomorrow. And this is a guy who the A's are really excited about. You see the swing and miss kind of stuff, and you see the potential there. You know, he's a rookie. He's a young guy, and you see some of that going through it. But getting to face this Astros lineup is such a, a challenging lineup. I think that's going to be a really good test for a guy that, you know, the A's and A's fans are really high on and really excited to watch tomorrow. No doubt. And you want guys who fish well in your division, too, even though yeah. the schedule is changing next year. We've for many years now, as you know, playing 19 games in your division. Now it's just going to be 13. But, uh, yeah, if you can get somebody who pitches well against a club of this caliber. So, yeah, it's a great test for him, but he has the stuff to do it. You know, I don't think we should go overboard with expectations right now because he's just getting started in his big league career. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a great opportunity for him tomorrow. All right, Ken, we'll go get some rest. Uh, you guys got an early one tomorrow when the A's taking on the Astros to close out this series at 11-10 and then, you know, get out of that football crazed town and come back to the Bay Area. Sounds great, Joe. Thank you. All right, Ken Korak on the call there. A's getting a win. They beat the Astros 8-5 to today as the team comes back after a rough first inning for Cole Irvin. So you want to jump in, talk a little bit about the A's win today. The phone number, 833-625-2278. That's 
625-2278. We'll have the highlights. We'll hear from the A's manager, Mark Kotze, and Chris Townsend will join us a little later in the show as we break down this A's win. So get your calls in line. You can also find me on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes, as we roll along here on A's Clubhouse. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Lead from first to second, the fish to Seth Brown now. He drills one to right, way back and no doubt. And that quickly, the A's have taken the lead. Second deck. A three-run shot to right by Seth Brown. And the A's jump in front in the fifth inning. It's six to four, Athletic. Number 23 for Seth Brown. And RBIs 59, 60, and 61. And the A's have come all the way back. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. I'm Joe Hughes and for Chris Townsend, who will be with us a little later on in the show as the A's get a nice win in Houston. Coming back to beat the Astros 8-5 to tonight, it was rough for the A's early on in this game. You know, they scored the first run of the game, which typically bodes very well for this club, but... Cole Irvin did struggle in this game. The Astros have been very aggressive going after some of these A's pitchers. And Cole Irvin, the first inning has been a big trouble spot for him this season. He's allowed 28 of his 76 runs this year in that first inning. Remember earlier this year, it was Stephen Vogt trying to help him out, kind of recommended that maybe he do something that Stephen Vogt used to do with Madison Bumgarner when they were working together in Arizona, and that is... At the end of your bullpen, don't let up. Throw hard and try to treat it like it's the first inning and try to see if that could be a way of helping Cole Irvin get loose and kind of get dialed in. But today, it seemed like he just had trouble finding his spots. He would see Sean Murphy lining up, and uh, we saw this a little bit yesterday with Adrian Martinez trying to get his glove in place. And then next thing you know, he wasn't really hitting his spots. But I guess maybe we'll hear from Cole Irvin in a little bit that Maybe it gave him a chance to get settled in throwing so many pitches in that first inning because after that, the Astros couldn't touch him. 17 straight retired by Cole Irvin at the end of that first inning when he finally got out of that jam. And the Astros had nothing going against this guy until later in the seventh inning. And he was even quick to erase that. He got an out right after a double play to end the seventh inning. And, you know, as you heard Ken talk about, he faced the minimum after that, which was a big outing for a guy who is not only the veteran for this A's rotation right now, but likely going into next season, Cole Irvin is going to be a guy leading this staff. The A's have a lot of young pitchers, some of them in the rotation right now, getting a chance to cut their teeth at the big league level. And some of these guys, well, they are going to have some rotation spots, but you need somebody to help them feel comfortable. 
And a guy like Cole Irvin leading a staff for a transitional year for the Oakland A's, I think that's something that the A's were going to feel good about. This is a guy who, you know, over the last few years has really established himself as being a pretty steady pitcher for the A's. Cole Irvin, uh, 9-11 this season and a 3.79 ERA. But we've seen so many times through this year that, you know, the A's haven't given their starting pitchers a lot of offensive support. That was a big problem for Frankie Montas early in the year. It's been a problem for Cole Irvin. Obviously not tonight as they get the eight runs, but that's been an issue for this team. But Irvin, 9-11 and 11 with a 3.79 ERA. And, you know, overall, you're going to look at this box score and think, okay, seven innings, gave up four runs, only had one strikeout, three home runs. That's not too exciting. But that damage was all done in the first inning. After that, Cole Irvin locked in, and we got to see the kind of run that you expect from Cole Irvin when he gets rolling is he's a fast worker. You know, this is a guy that a lot of times when Cole Irvin's on the hill, I'm thinking about like Mark Mulder and Mark Burley, guys that are going to go out there and, you know, turn in a seven, eight inning performance. You're going to have a game that's going to last like two and a half hours. He's a guy that the pitch clock is not going to bother. Next year when the pitch clock is in here, you might see some guys crowing about it, but Cole Irvin, not likely to be one of those guys. He's a get the ball and go kind of guy. And when he gets in rhythm, like he did after that first inning today, it could be a lot of fun to watch. So a nice night for Cole Irvin, a nice night for the A's offense. Still not perfect. You know, we had another double digit strikeout game. The A's have now struck out 42 times in the first three games of this series. That is a lot. <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that is a lot of strikeouts for the Oakland A's, and that's something they need to cut down on. But we got to see a lot of hits and the A's stringing hits together in this game. Tony Kemp, three for five at the top of the lineup. Machine, two for four, also had a sack fly. We had Sean Murphy, one for three. He walked twice. And, you know, one hit, that's fine. Those two walks, that gets things started. And then Brown, Seth Brown with two hits. And the A's also did a lot of damage today with two outs. And that's something we don't see from this team too often, especially when strikeouts have been a big problem for the A's this year. So there was a lot of positives for this A's team. And you really can't say that too often here in the month of September where the A's have really struggled to get wins. So you've got to build on some of these positives like Cole Irvin's performance today, the offense's performance today, and getting a win that takes a lot of pressure off of this team. And you got a lot of young guys. Some of them are struggling. You know, Shea Langelier is a guy that came up and looked very comfortable. Right now, this guy is really struggling making the adjustments. And that goes for a lot of A's players at the bottom of this lineup where you look at some of these rookies that are stacked together. Dermis Garcia, Langoliers, Pache, Nick Allen. Those guys combining for just one hit tonight. No walks. And, you know, that was a void at the bottom of the lineup. So you got to see how unbalanced this lineup is right now. You've got those veterans at the top that are going to give you some stability, hopefully, when they're going well. At the bottom of the lineup, a lot of guys still trying to figure that out because as many hits as the A's had at the top of the lineup, the strikeouts tonight, that came from the bottom of the lineup. But the A's able to get enough. They got the job done, getting an 8-5 win over the Astros. If you want to jump at mind, your number, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Give you a chance to line up as we take a little break here to give our stations a chance to identify themselves along the Oakland A's radio network. 
A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The Oakland A's get a win as they beat the Astros 8-5 to tonight. And we're going to take your calls. If you want to line them up, we'll go through some of the highlights. And Chris Townsend will join us a little later on. So the A's get the 8-5 to win coming back after that rough first inning. They fell to the Astros last night. They fell in the first game of the series. Strikeout's a big problem, but the A's able to fight their way back tonight. And the way they added on, they got the first run of the game. A quiet second inning, they scratch a run in the third, they scratch a run in the fourth, and they finally break through. Something we haven't seen from these, a big inning. Three runs in the fifth inning, they got another run in the seventh, they got another run in the ninth. So, you know, you look at this A's lineup, just three run, three innings tonight where they didn't score a run, and the Astros, they did most of their damage early against Cole Irvin and the A's, and not much late in the game. So... Nice for the Oakland A's to get a win. Your call's coming up in the next segment. If you want to jump in, we'll give you that number one time again to uh, jump in here. That's 833-625-2278, 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. We'll take your calls in the next segment. We'll also hear from the winning pitcher tonight, Cole Irvin, caught up with Vince Catronio. We'll have that as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful chipino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com on Yelp and on all social media. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Here's the 1-1. Roll towards short. Coming in for it is Allen. Goes to second for one. The relay by Kemp. The stretch by Garcia. And it's in time! They turn it 6-4-3. And this inning is over. No runs, one hit, no errors. And with the double play, there's nobody left. Heading to the top of the eighth inning. 
and the A's maintain a 7-4 lead. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show as they are celebrating the Oakland A's getting a nice win, beating the Houston Astros 8-5 tonight. And it was not a pretty start for the Oakland A's as they trailed 4-1 after the first inning, but they managed to claw their way back, getting a big inning. And, you know, that was a good highlight to come back because the A's defense was big tonight. Double plays, they were solid and you know, that has been a problem for this team at times. Uh, they've struggled with defense. Even some of their more reliable guys, like last night, we saw Nick Allen struggle to make a play behind second base. And today, the A's were solid up the middle. They turned double plays behind Cole Irvin. And, you know, you hear from every player that they like working behind a guy who pitches fast and who works fast. They get comfortable. And maybe that's part of the reason the A's defense was so strong tonight is you had Cole Irvin dialed in after that first inning and the A's defense was dialed in behind him, you know, you don't see it too often from this A's with this rotation where the leader is the guy on the mound and everyone kind of falls in behind him. But I think you saw that tonight with Cole Irvin and the way that he got back on track and that guy started to feel comfortable and they, they knew like, okay, Hey, our pitchers leading the way. It's up to me to do my job behind him and everything worked out for the A's from there on out. But the phone number, 833-625-2278. If you want to jump in line, we're going to head out to those phones now. And in a little bit, we'll hear from that winning pitcher, Cole Irvin. But first, we're going to head out to the phone lines and talk with Coach in Los Alamos. What's going on tonight, Coach? Hey, Vegas, you're good luck. You brought us a win. Nice work. <laughs> no problem, man. I'm happy to, to do that. And I'm, I'm glad that you're willing to give me credit for the win and not hold last night's loss against me. The data doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not living in the past. You know, we're going forward. So, <laughs> yeah, I, boy, the the rest of the pitchers, uh, they have a, a lot they can learn from, from Cole Irvin, you know. Uh, he has a bad inning, and then he, he adjusts and just mows him down. I mean, what did he retire, 18 out of 19? In that. Yeah, he had 17 straight for a stretch there after uh, he got out of the first inning and just cruised along until the seventh inning. And there's some real cheap home runs that can get hit in that park. That's not easy to, to mow them down, you know, there. So that's that's incredible. That really is incredible pitching. You know, everyone has yeah, a lot and, to learn from, from him. Yeah. And, Coach, and then, you I, bring I up a good really, point. Yeah. You bring up a good point about Cole Irvin being a guy that these A's pitchers can learn from. I was thinking about that yesterday, talking with Townie about Adrian Martinez, who had some trouble, you know, kind of hitting his spots, is that a lot of these A's pitchers, they haven't been around each other a long time. A lot of these guys came from different organizations, a lot of different philosophies, a lot of different voices. And, you know, Scott Emerson getting a chance to work with some of these guys for the first time. But there's a lot of guys that can learn from each other in this rotation. You think about a guy like J.P. Sears. He's a rookie, a young guy, but that guy hits his spots. And that's something that yeah. some of these other pitchers can learn from each other. You know, some of these guys like an Adrian Martinez who has great stuff, but, you know, he's still learning. And we're kind of going to see that. And I think uh, Cole Irvin and, you know, Paul Blackburn, these are guys that didn't exactly, you know, get drafted high and find their way cruising to a job these guys had to work for a gig in the majors and i think those are the kind of guys you can learn a lot from because they had to learn a lot along the way to get to be the players they are today yeah no i agree with you 100 percent because you notice with these young pitchers that we have like sears is a good one 
to notice. I mean, the team scout him like crazy. So what he, I mean, they scout all the guys, but the stuff he throws one game, you know, the next game, they're just smacking it around. And that's kind of what Irvin is really good at adjusting. You know, you have to adjust your, your game plan. You have to bring in a different game plan because there's so much film these days. You know, it's not just, you know, you're not just reading the book on the guy. You're actually watching all the pitches he threw the previous time. You have to be pretty dynamic, you know, to be a good pitcher. So I think Cole is a great, a great example. And, you know, Adrian, he does have good stuff. He has a good fastball. He has a good change, but he kind of falls off to, to first base when he throws. And I think, I think that hurts him a little bit. I mean, it doesn't seem to hurt Acevedo. <laughs> but, uh, well, maybe it does because he's, he's not a starting pitcher. It took him a long time to get to the majors. But, but you know what? He's he also a big off. guy. So maybe that's part of it. Because if you're a guy like Domingo Acevedo, you got to get a lot of body parts out of the way. Guy, I mean, just size-wise, he reminds me a little bit of a guy who used to pitch for the Giants is uh, Guillermo Moda. Remember that guy? Just kind of a big, tall guy. That That's a lot of body to get out of the way and get your arm in the right slot at the same time. Yeah, that's a lot. Six eight, you know, he's a he's a big yeah. guy. But he, he's had a great year, you know. He's had a great year. And then I, well, I coach, think you gotta give a lot. Yeah. I was just gonna ask him, oh, I mean, like yeah. what what are you looking forward to with you? you? You look at this A's lineup up and down, you look at the the pitching staff as as we're getting down here, we're trying to avoid a hundred losses. How are you viewing this end of the season for the A's? Are you looking forward to watching these young guys, or do you want to see the the veterans kind of carry the load down the stretch and try to push for that 100-loss season? Because I'm in the camp. I want to see the young guys play. Like we saw tonight, even if they're struggling, I want to see those guys struggle. So I feel like if I do that, I appreciate when they get good later on. Yeah, I mean, people will forget if they lose. I don't want them to lose 100 games, but it's going to be I'm with you on that because Townie says it doesn't matter. But to me, I think 100 (laughs) losses kind of sticks with you a little bit longer, you know? No, it it matters. It matters to me. But uh, I'd rather they didn't. But that's a a pretty tall order right now. But maybe they'll make it. But there's – for me, there's certain times late in the game where I just assume see the younger guy bad – as opposed to pinch hitting with a guy who's, you know, definitely not going to even be here next year. I, I, you know, I, you know, you want to see what that, that guy could do. So um, that's the only thing I, you know, other than that, I, I, I would rather see the younger guys play, you know, you got to give them a chance and see how they're going to respond. I'm with you hundred percent, man. I want to see uh, the young guys out there each and every night. So coach, I appreciate the phone call tonight, man. I always appreciate talking a little A's baseball with you. Coach. Yeah. The coach chiming in and Townie's joining us now as we, uh, if you want to light up your phone call, 833-625-2278 is the number. If you want to jump in as Townie joining from TV, going over uh, to join us here on the radio side and join us here on A's cast and Townie, man, we were just talking about, what a fun game this was. It didn't start fun. And right away after things got started for, you know, Cole Irvin in the first inning, you're kind of thinking, oh, man, I've seen this movie before. When the A's fall behind early, it doesn't tend to end too well. But it was different tonight. And I think Cole Irvin was one of those things that after he struggled, really took leadership on the mound. And the way that he got the A's through the rest of the game, the way he got on cruise control and really took a leadership role from that mound after struggling so much in the first. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, that was, I mean, it was horrific, right? I mean, it's home run. 
Then you get an out, two outs. You're thinking, okay, solo home run, not a big deal. Bregman hits kind of a, a line drive. If you weren't in the shift, it would be an out. But since it's a, they're in the shift, it's a base hit. Then Tucker, two-run shot. Mancini, the dinger. It's like, oh, my God. Then after that, back-to-back base hits. You're thinking, well, he survived the first inning. And, oh, my God, now we're going to have to go to this bullpen. And this bullpen has been terrible lately. And this is going to be a bullpen game. And then to rally after that to retire 17 straight. Um, I got to tell you, this was one of my favorite games of the year because of what Cole Irvin did. I mean, love what Seth Brown did. Uh, love the three-run shot. Like Pender going deep. Like some things offensively. We can give V-Mile Machine some credit, too, what he's been doing, driving in runs and playing third base. Big Murph continuing to be hot in the second half and really since June 7th. But I think today, so much credit to Cole Irvin, where this could have been a nightmare start. You're facing the Astros for a sixth time this year, and you rebound and pitch like this and retire 17 straight. I mean, I don't mean to be uh, Debbie Downer here, but I'm angry if I'm Cole Irvin. I'm at <laughs> 73 pitches because Cole has said on this show, and he has said to us off the air how much it means to him to get a complete game. And here you are, 73 pitches. You are lined up. You got a bullpen that's been terrible. They're they're on they're they're on fumes. You're now cruising. You're absolutely cruising with the lead at 73 pitches to bring in AJ Puck, and all of a sudden the Puck show happens, and it's 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 you don't know what the roller coaster ride's going to be. And luckily he gets out of it with only giving up one home run. I, if I'm Cole Irvin, I'm not happy whatsoever. I'm at 73 pitches. I've proven to you it's my game. Let me finish this thing. If I get into trouble, okay, bring somebody else in. And I know Glenn and Dallas, they got to paint it to where, don't you want Puck to come in in a clean inning? No. I want I want Cole Irvin to stay out there and finish the job that he started. That's what he wants. He earned the right tonight by retiring 17 straight. And remember, gives up the base hit. Then gets then gets the double play after that. I thought he should have been left out there and, and given the opportunity tonight to finish thing to finish things to finish this thing out. You know why, Joe? Because he was the best pitcher to do the job. You, you know, you're 100 percent right. And we I was talking with Ken about this. Uh, you know that you you needed some length from a starter. You know, Caprillion went long the other night, but. So many innings have had to be covered by this A's bullpen lately, and you needed length, and it didn't look like you maybe were going to get it early in this game, but they need some positive things to happen. A win tonight, that's great. You need that. You need to build on that, but a guy getting a complete game for the first time this season, the A's are going all season without a complete game, and you're, you're really the only candidate to do it is Cole Irvin in this rotation right now. You know That's the only guy that you think has a chance to go out there and get the A's their first complete game He's the leader on this staff right now. He's the veteran out there that all these guys are looking to. A complete game from Cole Irvin, I think, goes a long way for building something positive, but also setting the tone. How often do we hear from hitters or pitchers that they challenge each other? They try to build off of each other. We see that with the Astros all the time, the way that their hitters felt confident around things. And Cole Irvin is the guy that can set the tone for this A's 
rotation is they're trying to like build some, give these guys uh, a chance to cut their teeth. Some of these young guys that there is like, okay, I want to go out there and try to match what Cole Irvin did last night. I want to go out there and I don't want to just go five innings because that's good enough. You know, the good enough gang rides again. That's not good enough for me. I want to go out there and get seven, eight shutout innings and, you know, do what Cole Irvin did. And I wouldn't have been a shutout for Cole Irvin, but I think you're absolutely right, man. The way he wiped out the first base runner he'd seen since the first inning, those were easy innings. You know, you're retiring 17 straight, but it's not like he was going 3-2 every single time and having to throw five or six pitches. It was boom. Cole Irvin, already a quick worker, the defense working behind him. I, I would have no problem seeing him out there. And, you know, like you said, take the win. Don't want to be Debbie Downer, but I, I, I don't have any argument to say, like, why Cole Irvin came out of that game early today. I got to tell you right now, Joe, in the studio that I'm in, in NBC in San Francisco, I'm being forced right now to watch Giants baseball. <laughs> but I, because, you know, I wish they would change it to college football, right? As there's still some good games going on, like AM and uh, Miami are going on right now. But if I am forced to watch Giants baseball, I got to be honest with you, I'm enjoying the Dodgers beating the Giants right now, six to one. And is it me? And I don't mean to be a troll, but I am a troll. Uh, <laughs> I have to be here for some reason when they're doing all these ridiculous days that they do, like retiring Will Clark. I mean, Will Clark was a very good player, but you're retiring his jersey. And then today, a wall of fame, and and and, and you got you got Hunter Pence. Was it me? Is it just me when I go? Hunter is Hunter Pence a guy like you you like you do that for? The good reverend, the good reverend Hunter Pence, you know, he's beloved there. It'd be, you're right, to a degree, it'd be like, you know, and, and not to disparage anybody, I worked with Eric Burns, liked Eric Burns a lot, but that would be like the A's giving, you know, Eric Burns a plaque on the Hall of Fame for them. Or yeah, like I that. mean, you just, yeah. just wouldn't do it. Like, you know what we did? We retired Dave Stewart's number. Dave Stewart's a World yeah. Series champion, so is Hunter Pence. But Dave Stewart, four-time 20-game winner, four years straight. We'll never see that again. World Series MVP, perennial all-star. Everybody knows Stu, three-time World Series champion. Stu was a prominent pitcher in his time, if not the biggest game, big game pitcher in his time. I mean, Hunter Pence, uh, never mind. But I just tell you, I'm sitting here. I'm forced to watch Giants baseball. And if I am forced to watch it, I enjoy that um, – the yeah, Dodgers are winning six to one. I'm hey, actually Schadenfreude is real right now, man. Schadenfreude is real. Enjoying, you know, the 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 Giants going down. It's not going to bug me too much over here, especially when we're trying to avoid a 100 losses. But you bring up Dave Stewart, and you know that's a guy that would have complete games that would go deep into the games. And I know you are as big a proponent about guys going deeper into games as there there is in baseball, especially in media right now. But I really liked uh, what Cole Irvin did, and I think he was one of the key veterans because we see the way that Mark Kotze stacks this lineup. You know, the veterans are at the top, rookies are down at the bottom. So you see that kind of string together. And the guys leading the way for the A's offense today, Tony Kemp, three for five, Machine, two for four, had that uh, sack fly. Murphy, one for three, also walked twice, and then obviously Seth Brown. And then at the bottom of the lineup, Jermise Garcia, Langoliers, Pache, Nick Allen, one hit among those four guys, and that's where the bulk of the 10 strikeouts, another double-digit strikeout performance. But this was a veteran-led win, and I think we need to see more from some of these A's veterans to kind of allow those young guys like Langoliers, who is really going through the struggles right now, to just you know feel like there's no pressure on them uh, as they're trying to cut their teeth here at the major league level. 
You know, we've got some interesting news to talk about with Jordan Diaz going to be called up. I think that's big. Uh, also, we need to talk about Domingo Acevedo. But have we done the interview and the player of the game yet? We were about to get to that right now because the guy that we've been talking about, the player of the game, the interview with Cole Irvin, the winning pitcher today, caught up with Vince Catronio afterwards and talked about his stellar outing. A's victorious on the Saturday night inside uh, uh, Minute Maid Park in Houston, an 8-5 victory. Cole Irvin joins us. And Cole, I mean, you know you saw the first inning. Nine batted, three home runs, four runs in, and then suddenly something happened. Tell me the talk that Cole Irvin had with Cole Irvin to get to the point where you did going deep in the game and watching a resilient team come back and beat Houston. Yeah, there's probably some words that I can't share here, but, uh, you know, how to, how to talk with myself, how to recognize what – uh, you know, a good hitting team like the Astros are, are trying to do against me. And um, I think I recognized it a little too late in that first inning. And, um, you know, just had to, had to bounce back and keep the game close because, um, honestly, offense kind of looked looked locked in in that first inning. So uh, just trying to get them back to back to the plate with a little damage as possible and, and keep us in it. That was that was the big goal. And then as as we got kind of deeper into that game, I wanted that seventh inning. Um, be able to put up a quality start after giving up four in the first. Uh, man, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to say that 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 turns into a quality start. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I'm actually kind of happy with it. But, um, you know, I think the adjustments that were made um, in game uh, mentally, uh, physically, all that stuff uh, just made the difference. Cole, I don't want to take too far of a peek behind the curtain, but they were aggressive in the first inning, and they were aggressive the rest of the game. I mean, they, they didn't change that. So what what made it work better for you? I think mixing mixing change-ups and fastball counts, uh, you know, sliders, uh, early in counts. Um, I think they were just testing if I could throw my off-speed uh, for strikes and, and uh, you know, make it a quality pitch. So um, they knew I was going to use my fastball. I knew I was going to use my fastball. You know, you had to use it in in counts that uh, that made sense and kept them off balance. What was it like on the bench watching the comeback continue? This has not been the year that anybody wanted, but there are nights that you want to really enjoy it. It seemed like this was one that was, as it was coming to its conclusion, it was a really fun one to get in Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for them to you know take the AL West, uh, you know, while we're here. Um, you know, it was important for us to kind of measure up. Uh, it's important for us to continue to measure up for tomorrow's game and, um, you know, try to split a series um, against a good ball club. So, um, you know, all in all, I think tonight was just a good display of, of good pitching, good defense, and good offense. Um, we rolled some great double plays, um, you know, to, to get me out of some innings. And, you know, it was just a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, these are the types of games that bring your team together. And, um, you know, it, it was it was – it was enjoyable after that first inning. Cole, you saw what has happened since spring training. Chris Bassett's now with the Mets, Shaman Eyes with the Padres, and then Frankie went to New York. Uh, Paul Blackburn, who went to the All-Star game, deservedly goes down with an injury, and you've got a lot of young arms with you that are trying to find their way, try to figure it out. You don't have a lot of time at the big leagues, but you have a lot of innings in the big leagues, and you've had success the last couple of years. What's it been like for you to maybe take on some of a leadership role of where guys are coming to you and those conversations are about, this is what I do, this is what I see from you, these are my ideas, how it all kind of comes together as you build a camaraderie on that pitching staff? Yeah, I mean, it happens in the dugout, and, you know, 
you know, every game where, where you're joking with each other, having a good time. Um, you know, and the other thing is, too, it's games like today um, where I didn't have my best stuff in that first inning um, that uh, you can kind of reflect and say, like, look, this is how you make adjustments in the big leagues. Um, you know, you can still have success even though you fail early. And so I think I think the biggest thing uh, moving forward for these guys is to take these examples that that not just myself but you know Caprillion and um, you know even just the position players they can learn from um, and, and how to win um, at all costs and change your mentality mid mid game and be able to be able to pull through for for the team um, because at the end of the day uh, it's a win and loss for the team it's not it's not always about you so um, I think the the most important thing is just to learn from these moments learn from these opportunities and uh, continue to pick guys' brains. I mean, I love I love picking our young guys' brains. I I think it's I think it's fun to be able to uh, learn from each other um, what we know. We all pitch differently. We all have this different you know mental philosophy. So um, I think we can learn a lot from each other, and we just got to continue to grow together. Well done. Thank you, Cole. I appreciate it. Thank you, Cole Urban, joining us. A's victorious by the final of eight to five. Vegas Joe and Townie. Now back to you. Yeah, a nice outing from Cole Irvin. It, it seems a little weird to say that because of the way it started, allowing those four runs in the first inning. But after that, he was nearly untouchable. The Astros uh, really didn't get to him. They got one hit against him after that first inning. That came in the seventh. He wiped it away with a double play and gave the A's some length, something that this bullpen has needed because they've worked a lot lately. So if you want to jump in, we're going to get to your phone calls on the other side. I see Mustang Matt and Disco Bay ready to jump in. If you want to line up your calls, we'll take those on the other side. The number 833-625-2278 as the Oakland A's get a nice win in Houston, beating the Astros 8-5. to Your calls will go some of the highlights. We'll also hear from the A's manager on the other side as County and I roll along on A's Clubhouse. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval your loan personalized whether you're planning your next vacation backyard landscaping or even consolidating debt first united credit union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9 percent apr apply online or at any of their east bay branches visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details insured by ncua Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity. 
proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Who's feeling pretty good about the car they drive right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. I love my Honda CRV. I'd recommend a Honda to anybody. Pricing, I mean, for what you get, it's amazing. According to JD Power, Honda's the number one brand for residual value. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Based on JD Power US ALG 36 month residual value forecast for 2022 mainstream models. For JD Power 2022 award info, visit jdpower.com/awards. Visit norcalhondadealers.com. Hinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track in the shadows. Looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. And the A's are back ahead five to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. 2-2 hit high in the air to right. Has some carry. Back is Tucker to the track near the wall. He's going to jump at the wall and it is going to clear the wall and go into the seats. Home run for Chad Pender. Number 12 on the year. He goes opposite field on Urquidy, and it's a one-run game. Houston 4 and Oakland 3. Welcome in to the A's Clubhouse show as the A's get the 8-5 win. Some of the highlights there, the power that we heard from the Oakland A's tonight. Seth Brown, his 23rd homer of the year and 13th since the All-Star break. I believe that's his 6th here in the month of September. So nice to see Seth Brown having a strong close to his year because, you know, we talk about him as this veteran, like he's this long-tooth guy that's been in the big leagues for a long time. But Chris... It's nice to see Seth Brown. He's still a pretty young guy, and that's where the A's are hoping to get a lot of their power from a guy like Seth Brown. So really nice to see him having uh, some strong numbers here down the stretch for the Oakland A's. You know, when I think of a guy like him, and it's what drives me nuts when I hear all the national guys, when they talk about shifting, if they don't like it, and they talk about, you know, you know the best players in the game. Well, they beat the shift, and they're always talking about the stars of the game. It's the regular guys in this game that banning the shift's going to help. But I think it's Seth Brown. Seth Brown is one of those guys to where if he hits the ball on the ground, on the right side, it's death for him. Well, now he's got a shot. Now if he hits the ball between first and second, he can get a base hit. There's not a shortstop now hanging out in short right field. Those days are over. You can hit a ground ball back up the middle or a line drive back up the middle. And all you got to do, I talk about this all the time, Joe, it's a game of math. If you give a guy one extra hit a week, one, not five, not three, just one extra hit a week, even one extra hit every two weeks, it dramatically affects your numbers. Yeah. And a guy like Seth Brown, who could get a couple more hits a month by not not by not being shifted against, and so he doesn't have to completely change his approach because you know this whole "won't you just beat the shift?" Well, do I want Seth Brown just trying to hit squibbers to the left side all day long? No, I want him to still be aggressive and try and hit the ball of the ballpark, but be able to hit the ball on the right side and actually get a base hit every once in a while. And if you can get his batting average from 230-something to 260-something, what a different player Seth Brown would be. What a difference all of his numbers would be if he's now hitting 
260 and hitting 30 home runs. You know, the hot the tide raises all boats. Well, you can say the same thing. The tide raises all numbers. You start getting more base hits, all your numbers from your war to your weight, your weighted runs created, plus everything starts to go up. And man, what a different player. Seth Brown would just be a 250 average up with the home runs. His, his he'd look like a completely different player. Yeah, and you know, just the ability to keep the line going, you know, to turn this over because like you said, those shifts are just easy out for guys when they're playing right into it. So I'm just excited to see Seth Brown because, you know, he's not one of these young guys who we're watching like a Langoliers and you're excited to see what they could become. But he's still a guy that really I don't think has fully come into his own yet. And you're right, the shift is definitely the lack of shift is definitely going to start helping him next year. But Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend here on A's Clubhouse, the number 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. We're going to head out to those phone lines now if you want to line up your calls. And we start with Mustang Matt checking in in Disco Bay. And is it still nice weather out there in Disco Bay? Is it starting to get a little cool over there, Mustang Matt? Well, it looks like it's uh, 66 degrees, overcast, and uh, somewhat of a stiff wind. So it's uh, <laughs> it's so hanging what? out on the it's deck is what you're doing instead of the boat degrees. today. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hanging out, watching a good ball game. So, you know, for me today, these are the kind of games we've got a lot of young guys on the field. You know, we're we're in a rebuilding stage. We're trying to get ready for the for the next uh, for the next crop of players that are gonna that are gonna lead us to the playoffs, these are the kind of games where you have to be able to look back and say, we were in this position where we were losing on the road against the best team in the American League, and guess what? We could have laid down, we could have been down, you know, three games in a in a in a four game set, and you know what, Cole basically just said, Hey, you know what? I had a, I had a, a clunker of a first inning and guess what? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to, going to move along. And he just starts executing pitch after pitch out, start flowing. Then the, then the offense goes, all right, well now we got a shot. Cause you know, we were, we, we were headed towards, you know, 32 runs. Now we've got, you know, you get, you just chip away and, and you show some fight. And, uh, you know, some of those, <laughs> I say this jokingly, salty veterans in our lineup, <laughs> um, you know, being able to get it done. It's like these are the kind of things that you have to you have to be able to look at going into next year, because I really hope that next year they can look back on games like this and say, how do we build? How do we move forward? How do we have the confidence to know that we can we can win a game when the chips are down and we can all pull together? on the same rope to get in the right direction. I think it's a good point because, I mean, what you run into with uh, a young lineup like this, you're going to see a lot of inconsistency. That is to be expected. But I think at some level the A's are looking as they're figuring out this lineup to see how these guys are going to be able to be able to mix in. Because like we talked about, you know, Mark Conte's got it pretty split up right now. The veterans all together at the top. you got the rookies all together at the bottom. At some point next year, you're going to see that have to be mixed in a little bit more than what we're seeing right now. And you're going to have to see if some of these young guys can really kind of carve out a role for themselves to earn that right, to to be able to mix in and help bring a little bit more consistency to this A's lineup. 
I totally agree. And I, and I think, I think the next thing um, that we, that we have to start seeing develop, and I know it's not going to happen right away is that we need to see the, the young acquisition pitchers that we have, you know, try to move towards, you know, getting to that sixth inning, getting to that seventh inning, because there's, there's no way a team, I, I mean, not, I, I don't have the aggregate of numbers in front of me, but if you're going three and four innings every single game with your starter, I don't know that there's ever been a successful team that's ever done that and, and gone anywhere in the season. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the, that we, we build on the innings and, you know, I, I hope it doesn't become a, a real trend where we're, you know, we're dealing with, you know, guys that are throwing 45, 50 pitches and going, all right, we're done. It was, you know, I, I always, I always kind of tend to agree with Tony here when, you know, guys got 73 pitches and they're like, oh, well, now you're done. It's like, no, I've, that's, that's not the tank. The tank is not emptied and we've only got what 17, 18 games left to play. There's nothing that we really need to hold on to. You know, if the guy really wants to get a CG, go for it. Like, what are we going to lose another game? Like we're, we're on pace for a hundred plus. So just let, you know, let the big dog eat. It's oh, garbage. Matt, I was going to say, yeah, Mustang Matt, if you could have seen Townie's face when you talked about guys going 45, his mouth was flat all the way across his face as he was just looked more like an emoji at that point because he's not happy. I mean, you, you hear him talk about it here all the time, and, and you're right. I mean, you're going to have to see some of these guys go a little deeper. I liked your line, though. I mean, 76 pitches for Cole Irvin. Why wasn't he getting out there for at least one more inning? I mean, I, I don't understand why not give him an opportunity because like you mentioned what are they going to do lose one more game it's not going to matter in the long run well well how about this too because i'm all about the year discovery right well i'm trying to discover cole irvin as our number one guy yeah cole irvin like i don't think there's going to be a reason to move him in the off season i don't think you'd get that much for him anyway he's cheap he's valuable for you He's going to be your lead dog. You need somebody. Somebody has to throw innings. Like, if you go into a four-game set against the Houston Astros and everybody's going four innings, you realize how many pitchers you're going to need to get through four games against all these monsters? It's not going to work. you got to have – why do you think they win? Because their guys go out and they're going to give you innings. Like Verlander going five yesterday – that was like a scrimmage game for him. I mean, normally he's going to give you a seven. He's going to give you eight. And when you have at least one, if not two guys that gives you length, that saves your bullpen for the other guy, the other guys that don't give you length. But somebody you have to get, there's nine innings a game. You have to figure out how to get these nine innings with only so many pitchers. And we're starting to see these bullpens fall apart because they're exhausted. So I have no idea what the thought process was. I mean, if you're going to bed tonight and you're Mark Kotze and you're like, hey, we got to win, so I feel good. It's like, eh, great, but did you help yourself? Allow this guy to keep learning. Because Cole Irvin is still learning in front of our eyes. He is still learning to be the guy in front of our eyes. And the A's are going to need him next year, and they're going to need Paul Blackburn. And they're going to need other guys to step up because you're going to have a lot of young pitchers. Somebody's going to have to give you innings. And I just don't get why taking it. To get to A.J. Puck, 
Really? A.J. Puck. The year... I'm happy that AJ stay, stayed healthy. That's a big key. But AJ Puck is a roller coaster ride. Uh, <laughs> I never got to finish on Acevedo, by the way. Yeah. 64 appearances this year. Last year comes up 10. You go from 10 to 64. Does that not show you how desperate this bullpen has been this year and how bad this bullpen is? That you're going to ride a guy from the year before his first year 10. To 64 this year. Hey, we need, by the end of the year, we need to say a lot of nice things about Acevedo. He's had one hell of a year. Uh, he's become the Yesmero Petit that yep. Bob Melvin used, that Bob Melvin overused because he had to. I mean, when guys give you that in 162 games, he's given you 64 and his year is not done yet. I mean, put a star on that guy's locker in the clubhouse because the data's not been alive. He's been huge. Yeah, thank you, Emo. That guy, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's risen, has risen his game up, and he's answered the bell. By the end of the year, we need to be singing the praises of Acevedo, no question. You know, and to your point, I think something that's important is we talk about it all the time. Guys have to earn that right to be able to give him that opportunity to go long into games, to pitch out there and go the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. You're not going to get that opportunity if you're struggling. There wasn't anything that Cole Irvin has done that says he should not have gotten that opportunity. He was pitching very well after that first inning. We acknowledged those struggles, but then he was cruise control. Why are you taking out a guy on cruise control? We talked about it yesterday, two guys leading a game in no hitters, but there was contextual reasons for that. Verlander coming back off of injury, Dustin may a guy coming back from Tommy John surgery without that reason for Cole Irvin. Why isn't that guy getting that leash? Because that becomes motivation for those other guys to see that if they pitch well, if they're doing what Cole Irvin is, they're going to get an opportunity. It becomes a carrot for some of those young guys to think, I want to, because those all these guys want to go deep in games. You don't hear about any of these young guys being like, no, I just want to do my five and get out of here. No, the pitchers want to go long. They want to stay in there as long as they can. You don't hear any pitcher being like, no, nah, I did my job today. I earned my check. I'm going to go home and get this. Ken Waldachuk's going to go out there tomorrow and try to give the A's as long as he can and pitch as well as he can for as long as he can. But if your guy's coming out a little early like that, I, I don't know if it necessarily, I don't want to make an alarmist thing or blow it out of proportion, but I just don't think do it, it kind of gives do that it. carrot for them to go. Oh, Joe, do it. <laughs> I, I think a little yeah. bit, it, it takes uh, away from when those guys want to do, you know, and you, you take a, so that guys feel like, okay, I did my job and not that they're trying to go be those guys that you talk about. Like Justin Verlander, you saw him. He understands why he came out, but he was still pissed in the dugout afterwards. He wanted to go out there and no hit the Oakland A's. As much as we were glad to see him go out of the game, you saw him storming around in that dugout because it's not in his nature to leave a game early. And he feels uncomfortable basically doing what Cole Irvin did today, leaving after 78 pitches. How about well, guys, this? Don't, don't forget. Oh, go ahead, Mustang. There, there's, there's one, one more thing I'm going to say. We, we want to make the game exciting. We want something to sell, right? I don't know anyone. I, I've, I've been around some pretty good salespeople. I'm a pretty good salesperson myself. I don't know how, how easy it's going to be to sell six innings of bullpen in 162. So, uh, hopefully that's, that's not the, the trend that continues. And are the Giants still getting their teeth kicked in? Uh, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Crawford is stepping up to the plate right now. It is my Dodgers lead the, uh, <laughs> San Francisco seven to Giants. two. 
seven to two, two outs in the fourth inning. Wonderful. That $164 million <laughs> payroll. I just absolutely love any team that's playing the Giants. That's who I'm rooting for. I don't care what jersey they wear. So you gentlemen have a wonderful night, and I'm going to keep listening. All right, Mustang, appreciate the call, man. It's always good to talk to you. Good to talk a little baseball. I mean, you're watching that Giants. I'm flipping over here watching the uh, Las Vegas Aviators because the guy that we were talking about, Mason Miller, uh, who jumped from high A and now all the way up to triple A, getting the start tonight and uh, looking pretty good so far for the uh, Las Vegas Aviators as we're talking about some of these pitchers that are be that are going to be coming up for the A's as we're watching these guys. But, you know, Mustang brought up the Giants. Yo, we yo, it's, about- not, it's not that I'm forced to watch this. Yeah. Hey, I, but and I'm having to watch like different can I, they, it's like, there's three different camera angles. Like right now they got fans on one, the game on another. <laughs> and then one's like well above home plate. It's like, you know, well, as, let me ask you this. Wayne Kuyper Dwayne Kuyper once said, this is torture. Hey, tell Dwayne watching all these giant camera feeds. This is what torture really is. And, and as we're looking for a little bit more schadenfreude, I want to ask you this. As you're looking at that uh, fan cam, has the stadium been taken over? Have the have the oh, giant stadium Dodger been taken over every, by Dodger yeah, fans? Yeah, yeah oh, 100%. Oh, yo, those, those, those great giant fans. They're, they're thick and thin. They tell you, <laughs> and they make fun of A's fans. Are you kidding me? The Dodgers have completely taken over the stadium. All you see from – there's just a foul ball, but all you see from this – I don't even know where the camera is. It's got to be well above the press box. All you see is blue. Is this Dodger Stadium? This is Hunter Pence's day. One of the greatest players of all time, Hunter Pence, got retired to some dumb wall. I don't even know where – where is this dumb wall that they have that they're putting all these average players on? So they've got it. It's kind of out where the ferry drops you off on the other side. That's where they've got that like walk against uh, where like uh, McCovey Cove is along that wall. That's where they put all those plaques in the ground. And they've got that wall over there where, you know, they celebrate things, you know, Matt Cain and you know, Hunter Pence and, you know, forever giant, forever giant. Mar- when's Marvin Bernard day? That's when I'm going to show up. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, well, by the way, Jordan Diaz coming up. Yeah. I got to tell you that. I've been riding the Dermis Garcia wave. Like, I've been excited about that, but this is legit. I mean, when you talk about a kid who has hit 326, his OPS is over 900, 19 dingers, 34 RBIs, 83 ribbies from double A to triple A. All he has done is hit from double A to triple A. We've been waiting, like, do the A's? Do the A's actually have a young guy that can play when everybody else in baseball keeps bringing up these young players? Where is our young guy that can hit? Well, he's 22 years old. He's showing up tomorrow. And I've, and I've said this for a while. Why not bring him up? Get him some yeah. at-bats. Let, let him stay in the fancy hotel. Let him ride on the jet. Let him just get the experience. Why not? You have nothing to lose. And finally, finally, they're going to do it. Finally, our young guy who can hit, it's coming tomorrow. Well, and you know, everyone likes to focus on like your top prospect, your number, your one, two, three guys, because they're expecting that and rightfully so that's going to be the future. But how many times have we seen guys come through the A system that, you know, a guy was 12 or 24 on that was prospect list and maybe fell through the cracks a little bit. Those are the way that you fill out your roster and your lineup. 
it's not always going to be the you know the Matt Olsons, the Matt Chapmans, the Shamanayas. Those guys are guys you hope that come up. Right now, we're hoping that for a Langoliers and eventually a guy like Zach Geloff. And you know, but Nick Allen is a, another guy that you need to have on your team. And you're right, you need to have these guys that come up and become big contributors. Chad Pender was one of those guys for the A's for a long time. You need these guys to have opportunity to see what they can become because every once in a while, you're going to find that gym, that so-called diamond in the rough. And I know he's you know in the top 10, so it's not exactly like this guy was 30th and nobody had heard of him or anything like that, but you got to find these guys that maybe weren't as celebrated, not on that top 100 list and things like that, that really do come in and contribute for your team. And, you know, this is going to be another opportunity. It's not a guarantee. You don't want to hype anybody up too much, but an opportunity is all these guys need sometimes. We talked about that last night on the show, and you never know where those opportunities are going to come from for some of these guys that maybe aren't as celebrated, but when they get it and they get the most of it, you can really find something that can be exciting. And what the A's can do in these final 16 games give you a reason to get excited for next year. Cause that's really what we're doing. You know, the A's aren't going to make the playoffs. A guy like Langoliers watching him every day. That's something to be excited about tomorrow. I want to see what Ken Waldachuk can do going against one of the best offenses in baseball, facing this Astros lineup where the ball can jump out of the ballpark. You know, I don't want to say that I'm expecting him to go out there and show that he's arrived or anything like that, but I'm excited to see how he gets challenged by this lineup. Those are reasons for me to tune in and get excited about A's baseball right now. No doubt about it. Couldn't have said it better. Well, 833-625-2278 is the number. We'll step aside for a quick break. I see Jeff on Mendocino Coast. You're lined up there. 833-625-2278. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend. We'll be back with you for one final segment. We'll take your calls and try to wrap up this and also talk about why we're excited for the A's tomorrow. As I, I briefly mentioned there, not a good tease on my part, but Ken Waldachuk, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do against this Astros lineup. So 833-625-2278. A's get a nice win. They come back, beat the Astros 8-5. to Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend, you're on A's Clubhouse. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. 
The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's lastdivebar.com. On the south side, we got six poly panels. And please, make sure they're flush. Kwame is converting everyone on the block to solar power. Please get a crew to wrap up 202 South Dwayne? He needs more certified installers hey, before the sun sets on Looking his good, business team. boom. Well, let's pick up the pace. we got a long day. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Hot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Over the past 30 years, I've had people come up to me, often other lawyers, to tell me what a clever marketing idea it was for Cordell & Cordell to commit to men in divorce. Though intended as a compliment, such statements have always bothered me. For one thing, it's far from clear that a decision that's likely to disaffect half the market is a good business decision. But more troubling is the presumption that Cordell & Cordell's success is largely a result of good marketing. I think if you ask one of our 300-plus attorneys or one of our 100,000-plus former clients that you'd hear a lot about practice skills, experience, client care, and integrity. These are the much harder things that best account for the growth and reputation over time of any law firm, including Cordell & Cordell. Having said all this, I am proud of our marketing messages, and I do want guys to know that we're here to help them. If we can help you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capital Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Never. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Napa, yeah. 
pitch to Christian Vasquez on the way. And a swing. Here's a double play ball. Hit to Nick Allen. Flipped to second. Kemp goes to first. And the A's have won it. Acevedo notches his second save. And the A's come all the way back. And they beat the Astros on this Saturday night with an incredible job of perseverance by Cole Irvin. Final score, A's 8, Astros 5. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show as the A's get a nice 8-5 win, coming back to beat the Astros. And you heard uh, Ken talk about it there. Cole Irvin, the star of the game, he goes seven innings, gives up four earned runs. So you're thinking, okay, that's not that great, but... Those four runs, those came in the first inning as the Astros were jumping all over Cole Irvin. After that, he retired 17 straight, faced the minimum the rest of the way. They had one base runner the rest of the way. It was a single in the seventh inning. He wiped that out with a double play as Cole Irvin, a nice, strong outing, helping the A's get a win over the Astros. And, you know, even in a season like this, anytime you beat the Astros, it definitely feels good. We're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. As you heard Townie say, he's going through the torture of having to watch the Giants play today. But at least if he's watching them, they are losing. They are trailing the Dodgers 7-2 that game in the middle of the fifth inning. And an American League game that we've been watching. This is a nice battle uh, for a playoff spot potentially in the AL Central. The Twins and Guardians locked 5-5 in the bottom of the 10th inning. Uh, looks like uh, runners on the corners there with nobody else. So we may have a winner sometime soon there. And uh, NL West news, bottom of the ninth inning, Padres, Bob Melvin's Padres leading the Diamondbacks. That game two to nothing. And the AL West, jumping back to our own division, it's the Angels on top of the Mariners, two to nothing right now. That's your out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Our final segment here before we get you out and get you ready for the series finale tomorrow. But first, Jump out to one quick phone call because he's been hanging on the line. That's Jeff on the Mendocino Coast. Jeff, what's going on tonight, man? Houston, you got a problem. Oakland Athletics. Pain in the Astros. Tune in tomorrow for part two. <laughs> so um, where do I get my T-shirt? <laughs> Lastdivebar.com, man. That's where you get all the T-shirts you need for the A's, you know? Yeah, that would be fun. Um I'd like to see that happen. And so are we seeing you guys, Joe and Chris, are we seeing the uh, evolution of the noisy brown machine with a deep dig fueled by coal for next year? (laughs) I think we got the Murphy brown machine in the middle, and that came through for the A's. And, you know, Chris, we didn't really talk about it too much tonight, but a lot of the A's damage coming with two outs. You know, how many times have we seen the A's get into like a two-out rally and then it's strikeout, 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 strikeout. We got to get back to this. It's the noisy what? <laughs> provided oh, by the coal. noisy brown machine uh, with a deep dig fueled by coal. And let's okay, go well, on. First of all, let's take noisy Murphy's out. Take noisy out. Noisy's out. You better come up with something. <laughs> may, you may think it sounds good. Noisy's got to be out of the equation. Well, that's for the fans to make a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe the fans make a lot of noise. We haven't got a whole lot of noise out of Noisy. I know. I will see, you know, maybe next year he'll be uh, back at it the way he was a little uh, bit uh, back in the, the uh, season. But um, Murphy's been doing decent. So if we apply Murphy's law to the opposition and they get uh, outscored by homers here and there and uh, where they need to be, 
That'd be fun. Today was a good example. It was like a, uh, listening to an old school A's game. I loved it. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was, uh, like you said, it was an old school game. And it, it felt a little hopeless early on because, at least for me, and you're thinking, oh, man, this is going to be a long one. What are we going to talk about tonight? And then the way that the A's kind of clawed back, it's been a bit uncharacteristic for this club to be able to get back yes. into it tonight. But, you know, if I was encouraged by anything, because as much as we're watching for these young guys, and that gives you a reason to tune in, it was the veterans carrying the load tonight. It was Cole Irvin leading this pitching staff and being a guy. And, you know, the defense looked good. And how many times, Chris, do you hear guys talk about how much they love to pitch or they love to play defense behind a guy that works fast? And Cole Irvin was that tonight. And we saw the way that the A's defense kind of responded behind him, which is another way that a guy like Cole Irvin can lead from the mound in the middle of a game. Well, think about retiring 17 straight, right? Started with yeah. the last out of the first inning. That 17 straight that he retired, how many were strikeouts? Just, yeah, just one, right? Tonight. One. One. That means he was pitching to contact. He was keeping his pitch count low. He was utilizing his defense. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. when you looked up, if you were following the game, and you looked up and you look at the box score and you're like, he's just at 54 pitches. We could be looking at a CG here. He gave himself that opportunity. Mark Kotze just took it away from him. How many double plays? That was a good uh, game. Zero in that 17. In the, no, in the 17 straight, there was zero double plays. Right, because we got the final double play at the end of the seventh to wipe out yeah. the only base runner he had. But only two double plays for the A's tonight, and that was it. But their defense looked good. You know, you had a yeah, lot crisper of an effort tonight than I think what we saw yesterday, even from a guy like Nick Allen, who, you know, the A's really count on. But, all right, well, Jeff, I appreciate the call, man. We're up against the clock as we're, we're getting towards the end of the night. Before we wrap things up, we will give our stations one chance to identify themselves here on the Oakland A's radio network. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Well, the Oakland A's will have a chance to earn a series split of this four game series with the Astros. If they can continue it and get another win tomorrow as they came back today. And we take a look at what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. You can learn more at ashbylumber.com. And tomorrow, uh, it's going to be early breakfast baseball for the Oakland A's as they'll get underway at 11-10. And that means 10-10 for A's Total Access Live. You're going to have Mark Kotze on the show, Brad Osmus catching up. Uh, and then you're going to have some breakfast baseball for the Oakland A's trying to get another win, which, you know, right now for this team, you're trying to scratch the wins, and I know that you're not as concerned about a 100-loss season maybe as I am, but I think a 100 losses just sticks with you a little bit more than when you lose 97, 98. So I don't know, Tony. For me, for what's on deck, I'm just trying to see if the A's can avoid 100-loss seasons because that becomes a marker that you remember a lot more. You I play think, than, to win you know, the 97 game. 97 losses, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would like to not I, – I, I would – I really don't want to lose a hundred, but yeah, right. I, I mean, I did, I'd rather win than lose. I, I do want to see, I do want to see the young guys get as much opportunity as possible. And that's when I think about what we're going to see here with Jordan Diaz. I want to see more Pache. I want to see, I keep playing Nick Allen Garcia. Do not take him out, play him every single game. I want to see the young guys. And you know what? 
That doesn't mean you have to take out Seth Brown, who's hot. doesn't mean you have to take out Sean Murphy. It's just Langoliers has to play. The young guys got to get their ABs. Absolutely. And they got to get their innings pitched. You know, tonight or tomorrow, the A's are going to have Ken Waldachuk on the hill. And I'm excited to see that. I mean, we, we see the swing and miss potential for this guy. He's still trying to figure out command and how to get through these rotations. But just like we saw through the minor leagues with this guy, just like we saw with Cole Irvin, when he gets into a rhythm, he can be really hard to touch. And this is the guy that I, I'm really high on because of the swing and miss potential. I think that's why I'm really excited. You see the velocity up there at 97 miles an hour. You see the good breaking ball, you know, a little bit more velocity. He reminds me kind of Andrew Pomerantz a little bit, but faster. I mean, maybe that's just coming from the left, the left side, but you know, Drew Pomerantz is a guy that a lot of guys were high on for a while. And he was able to, to really find some success with kind of just two pitches. And I know Waldachuk has more than just those two pitches, but when you get and get into a groove like that, that's a guy that I'm thinking about that. I would like to see how he handles this Astros lineup. That's when I'm going to be excited to see tomorrow as I'm watching this game. For me, it's uh, the Vulcan change. When he <laughs> has that change up and he has the feel of it, it, cha- it, 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 it changes everything. I mean, the change up makes his fastball better. Obviously, he's got the slider curve to go with that. But when he has that change up and he has that feel, he throws strikes, has the change up. I think he's going to be really tough to hit. So really look for that change up tomorrow. And to see if he's throwing it, if he's comfortable. Can he throw it in fastball counts? If he's able to do that, wow, he can be tough. And can he get his fastball in on right-handed hitters? Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. And I'm with you 100%. Play the young guys every single day. That's where my eyes dart every time I check the box score. I go right to the bottom of the lineup. I want to see how those young guys are doing and how they're growing and developing. So we'll let you get out of here because it's a quick turnaround, man. Uh, A's going to take on the Astros tomorrow morning at 1110. We'll have A's total access starting for you here at 1010 tomorrow. It's going to be a fun day as the A's try to earn that series sweep or series split, I should say. And you can head to athletics.com slash A's cast at any point. Get you any of the great interviews and all this great A's content. A's get a nice 8-5 to five win as they beat the Astros. Thanks for listening to Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend here on A's Clubhouse. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. Hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Come on. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. 
Trackphone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with Trackphone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. Nerds. Here at NerdWallet, we often see people wrestle with financial decisions. Mike is in the ring, up against his nemesis, Indecision. Mike can't decide the best way to save his money, and Indecision has him boxed in. But wait, Mike tagged in NerdWallet! Let's go. With NerdWallet's side-by-side comparisons, you can find a high-yield savings account with interest rates that earn more bank for your buck. So the next time you wrestle with a financial decision, you'll come out on top. NerdWallet, the smartest decision for all your financial decisions. At Boot Barn, we believe that the cowboy boot is an American icon. Today's boots are not only rooted in history, but are enhanced with modern technology features for the working cowboy. Ariat boots are built with advanced technology that provides the comfort and support of a high-performance athletic shoe, yet still has the functionality and durability of the iconic cowboy boot. And at Boot Barn, we carry over a quarter of a million pairs of Ariat boots nationwide. Ariat at Boot Barn. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. The Nelsons depend on their John Deere Gator XUV 835R to get from point A to point B with decoys and the dogs. As much as we got going on, it's all about efficiency. And if you ask the Mosers what they use their Gator XUV 590M for, they tell you. The most fun we have on the Gator is just repping around the property. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back, deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat, shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Swung on, hit in the air, right field, hit well. Back on it is Cabrera at the wall. It's gone. Steven Vogt has hit it out. Steven Vogt has hit it out to tie the game at two. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.